I know Lynn can hear me because she's in the studio. Hey, that's from her debut album, um, Lynn Jackman, One Shot. And we have her in the studio along with my guest host, Spencer Drake from New York. And before I start the show and we bring Lynn in, I wanted to talk really, really quickly about a really exciting thing that was sent to me through our friend um, Carol K over at Chaos Productions about the Ronnie Wood. Somebody up there likes me a film tracing his 50-year journey to be released in North America starting September 18th at RonnieWoodMovie.com. So check that out. Um, it's going to be pretty cool, and um, we just want to thank Carol so much for sending such fun breaking news to us. But getting back to the, our, our show today, and, and Carol, I hope you're listening. We love you guys over there. Um, I wanted to say it's Friday. Um, there's a lot going on in the world. Please, um, wherever you are, just take this time right now to sit down and Enjoy a little bit of time, or if you're, you know, running around or whatever, just take this time to relax and tune in because there's going to be some really great music and conversation here. Um, this, you know, CD is excellent. Lynn Jackman, one shot, and we are going to be giving out all her little, inf- all, all her little, all her information. Let me bring everyone into the studio. And um, I'm in Sonoma, so I'm I'm dodging fires. Although they've done a really good job up here, guys. The smoke I smelled it a little this morning. It blows in, it blows out. Um, but you know what? They've saved a lot, and you know, thank you so much to all our first responders and all the wonderful people out there working to help make a difference. And we're going to continue making a difference. And I want. Spencer and Lynn to remind me towards the end of the show about the really funny Metallica story I have to tell you guys about. But they did a secret concert up here during the pandemic. Hold on. Let me bring everyone in. We've got Lynn and we've got Spencer. There we go. Everybody there? Hey, hey, hey. We're here. That, That track. What's that track? Really, I mean, that was like, you know, really kind of get up and get your groove on, you know? Yeah, he said, hi, show, hi but... guys. <laughs> hi. Hey. <laughs> Rock and roll, man. British, British eloquent <laughs> voice that, I, that I'm fond of. So tell us it's, uh, about it's just that very lovely to Very lovely to speak to you both. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Lynn, tell us about that track, Red House, because that's like a really well, that's a, cool track. Well, it's funny, actually, because um, a little bit of a synchronicity there, just before when you were giving a shout-out about uh, Ronnie Woods, he actually, as you um, you know, heard, uh, my previous band was called St. Jude, mm-hmm. and... Uh, we uh-huh. Ronnie would actually um, played on a track on that album that. Oh, wow. um, yeah. called Garden I, of Eden. Heard, yeah. So that he's he's just like wow. he's just a spirit that's just around. <laughs> so yeah, and that's then um, so cool. weird. And then when that kind of um, you know when when that song came to natural close. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and that's what I'm so <laughs> proud of with this with this album as well is because it's kind of my debut, so I guess it was it was my opportunity to just stand alone and you know just just see what I could do and um and yes, yeah, so it's quite amazing to just be here chatting with you guys you about know, it now. You know, yeah. this CD though is so special because not only is it your debut album, you know, CD. There's a lot of emotion that goes into the CD. As I was reading on about a loss of a bandmate, um, a song you wrote, um, you know, to go along with that. And um, there are some really great tra- tracks on here, guys. And uh, congratulations on the release, too. And I know Spencer got it, and he was listening. And I know we talked about it this morning. He was like, whoa, this is, like, really a great, great sound so um yeah, yeah. and and then we're closing we're closing with a song that spencer will love um nothing but my records on so we got vinyl yeah. in there spencer somewhere that's right vinyl but, um, <laughs> but the other songs on here is uh super nasty nobody's fault on your own now i'll allow you one shot red house which we just played beautiful loss Sooner or later, nothing but my records on, copycat on my own stage. And it's produced by Jamie Evans. And you recorded it, is. it here was, in the yeah. United States. Wow. Cool. We did it. So let's it's, go into yeah, it. it. Tell us about you. Yeah. We want to know well, all it was, about it was, you. We want to know all about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, Go for it. It's very, it's kind of, um, yeah, we I met I met Jenny Evans who produced it like over obviously in, in the UK and um we he'd recorded in Fame Studios Muscle Shoals the year before and um we had, you know, many options and I had I had this kind of group of songs that I just didn't feel were, were ready yet. You know, I I still felt like they were very much in the demo stages and I just knew that they just weren't quite standing in their full glory yet and you know, it can I'd rather take the time before releasing it then you know you release it and you don't feel it's right and then it's out forever you know especially in the digital world and um I hear you and yeah yeah he he sent it over to um to the Shoals guys and, and John Gifford who's you know managing Fame Studios and one of the last guys to actually be fully trained up by you know the late great Rick Hall and he was um he was just like damn girl you know let's 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 do everything we can to like get you over here and and it's just been such a kind of organic crazy story because it was crowdfunded by my fans through a company called Pledge Music that then collapsed and it's yeah. just been this big journey of just of songs that I, I wrote essentially over here that then ended up in Muscle Shoals in a studio where loads of the songs I love and are heavily influenced by and the artists I love recorded so the whole of it is really surreal and I I thought and I just did everything I could and then with you know the support of my incredible fans pushed it over the line and and finally got to release it during a pandemic so you can't be wow it's like what is going on yeah yeah and it's got a life of its own and I think you know, I started, I co-founded St. Jude with pretty much my best mate, um, who was the late Adam Green, and that's unfortunately mm-hmm. um, cancer, cancer one. And we, um, you know, beautiful loss of my dedication to, to my memory and hopefully many others' memory of, of him or anyone that's just kind of lost 
someone and the whole album is is very personal to me because it's very much about my frustrations in in a relationship and you know writing and going to those places was, was was where I went to kind of just put those feelings in some kind of constructive way you know and then looked at it and was like okay maybe this is this is an album you know and you need you need some objectivity you know it's like fish doesn't know it's in water until you take it out that's what it's like for me with art so to, to meet Jamie who's just just an incredible mind and you know creative energy and to just have that that comrade and that that psychic that's like I think this will work I think this won't and to just have somebody that I can literally you know go to the states with and and hold my own was just was just incredible really and the great thing is is that all the, the people and most of them legendary like Spooner Oldham, Will McFarlane, Clayton Ivey you know who I work with out wow. there um, Bob Ray you know they've, they've become friends and you know I'd, I'd mm-hmm. love nothing more than but when the album was finally finished and mixed it all I wanted to do was just jump on a plane and sit with them all in the room and just just crank it up and just give them all a big kiss <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's, it's just been a journey, fantastic. you know. Mm. No, it has. And you know what, Spencer? You know what was beautiful about what she wrote in here, which I included in yeah. the description of the show, was exactly what you said at the beginning of the show, was you were not sure if you should release this during the pandemic because mm-hmm. of the situation that our – can you guys hear me Okay. Yeah, clear. Yeah. Yeah, Can you yeah. hear me? Okay. Yeah, okay. Because of the situation that the world is currently in, um, I say currently because who knows how it's going to go. But, um, you know, and I'm saying that on a positive note. But what I'm saying is I think it's really important because you put a lot of validation in there. And I can't tell you how many people Spencer and I both talk to, and I mean every day, there's somebody that says, oh, my God, where's the music gone? And I'm like, beautiful is, is going away, you know, and it's not it's not going away. I mean, it's like everybody's coming up with ideas on how to get their music out there, you know, playing uh, drive-in movie theaters, um, and everywhere from that to simulcasting to these really cool things that Spence is involved in on the Internet, you know, doing interviews. You know, with uh, you know, he's been doing a lot of uh, history of album making because Spencer has designed some pretty iconic album covers. And um, no, he's incredible. He's got I over mean, that. He's Spencer, yeah. it's amazing. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you both. Well Thank done. You both. Really. Yeah. Very nice of you, Holly. And yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> it's it's like no, but it's ser- seriously, you did like a really cool thing. You you. You humbled yourself by doing that by by saying, "Hey, I don't feel I don't feel 100% on this, but you know what? I'm going to do it because this is what I have." And these tracks are really awesome and you talked about relationships and stuff too. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. I can I can hear that in some of your music. Um but the, but every track on here is so different. And yes. um you know, it has a commonality of a really good. Uh, there's a almost like a a bluesy feel to some of it. You mm, know. Yes. Yeah, you're right. There is. Yeah, yeah. there is. And uh, you know, I can hear that. And um, you know, 
So why don't we talk about, first of all, we talked about how I think, oh, first of all, let's give your website out. Um, it's uh, your full name, right? L-Y-N-N-E, Jackman, J-A-C-K-A-M-A-N, Jackman. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Lynn Jackman Music. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Um, wow. The crazy thing is for me, it's just with with the whole process and everything that's gone, you know, mm-hmm. gone on. Um, and I'm as equally mm-hmm. blessed blessed as I have been challenged. But you know, you've got to do something with your time. Um, it was very much. Um, it was just the, the great moment for me was to just just hold that the vinyl in my hand finally because it was something tangible oh something I could actually hold and just say right? this, yeah. this yeah. is done and it's this and it's finished mine. and also it's this is mine <laughs> and also it, it's to see other people's responses as well, you know, because it's not you know, you kind of you kinda of let go of what you create once you've created it. And so you then relive it through everyone that hears it for the first time and mm-hmm. you just sit there like a kid watching a horror movie with you kind of like eyes half closed, looking through your hands, hoping that the comments oh are my good God, and that they, so they love funny. it. You what, know? what a description! <laughs> you're so funny. You just <laughs> never know. That's no. how I am. Well, Lynn, no. you did good. You did good. Thanks. Okay. Yep. Thank you. you. Did, we both we both say that you did really amazing. Okay. Thank you. So you so is it so Spencer? You you know um, Alfred. Yeah, Alfred was on our show. Holly and I had him on our show because he did this amazing film on Jim Marshall. Uh, I went with, yeah, with it's Amelia. Brilliant. With yeah, Amelia. so so Amelia I went. I saw it in New York, friend. and yeah. um, and then we, we had like a friendship. And then he wants to do a possible film with me and Judith, actually, Doc. But he's in England now. Everything got stopped. But but um, he's a great yeah. photographer and um, very incredible photographer and also filmmaker. So it's like. And then um, Holly and I had him on uh, when he on the film with Amelia Davis, and that was a great show. And um, that's w- that's where the whole thing ties in. But then I yeah. saw um, pictures of you by him, and then I heard the, the, the big thing was I heard that you had a big uh, a single, I believe, in the UK. It was something about mm-hmm. that. And so I yeah. read about that. I said, I've got to have you on. It was more about you. Not about Alfred. It was more about you. So, you know, he was about bringing <laughs> you on the show because I read about this single. I was very curious about you, you know. So that's why you're on with us, you know, literally. Uh, but Alfred did the great photography. From, you know, he did some really good. And that's why, you know, that's a tie-in with us, with me and Holly. He just oh, very, no, he's very, definitely. Um, you know, he's very in the moment. You know, that, that whole I. I was, I was deliberating on what to do for an album cover because it's so, as you know, it's it's so important and it's another opportunity to express yourself. Right. It's another opportunity before anyone has pressed play, especially, you know, now where it's all iTunes, Amazon and everyone kind of, you know, the picture comes up with just everything. Um, it was just very much an opportunity to just go, right, okay, this, this, has, to, this has to say something about the mood of the album, and and the reflection of my mood within it, because as you know, as human beings, we can have many moods in like one hour, you know. But I think, well, I just met met up with him in Soho, and he just kind of said, you know, after a couple of coffees, you know, he's never he, he's always got his camera on him, and he just said, right, and this 
for for once this kind of beautiful ray of sunshine just just came came through the clouds and I just stood in just the, the tip of this alleyway and he just took about five or six shots and just went we're done and just said wow and I just like that's just um well, Jamie saw them actually and just said like that's your album cover that's amazing <laughs> and I hadn't really focused yet you know excuse the pun and I was just like wow because it was just um you know not, not in it to be a, a model it's, it has to be yeah it has to be was it like about that? Music. that green well, you know what's got, you know what's great about that green is that it was a it poster. Your eyes. <laughs> I think they red right now, but it, does. it was very much like a um, it was like a it was a poster that was just on the wall. So the next week yeah. when I went back, it was gone. So wow. it, it felt very really <laughs> oh, no like way. It was my shot, yeah, because that well. The poster oh God, was on you know? in memory now on the front of your <laughs> TV. <laughs> And yeah. your eyes, that's it. So, it's gone. Yeah. And, and it wasn't you know, the green. You know, you'll appreciate your that. eyes. Yeah. Your eyes look really green in this shot. It's really beautiful, and I love yeah. the hair. Well, I have to thank. I have. Hair, I have to thank as well. You know, there was um, um, Joseph Sat uh, Marshall. He he was a friend of Alfred's, and he introduced me to him because naturally, you get the picture. You then need to design. You need, yeah. you need all right. sorts of other right. stuff to do, and. And he'd worked with him a lot, and he he came on board, and he he'd been incredible. I mean, he he helped me get together, you know, the the design for manufacturing, and then helped me with my website. And it's just felt this really beautiful organic process of very creative people, and and also this overflowing into this pandemic where everyone's being introduced to something new, uh, a new way of living, a new a new side of themselves. It's just been really, it's actually been really quite magical to know people through that and into that as well. And also, as yeah. we will come out of it, um, it's it's just, it's quite an incredible time to be alive, isn't it? <laughs> you know, it's it's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there so. may be a lot going on, but you know what? In the shot itself, it's really like you're looking me I'm looking at it right now and it's like I'm saying it's like I did it that's what you're saying yeah, I did that's how it I felt. that's how I felt I did it <laughs> it's done and I hope you like it you look so sweet yeah. there look at you yeah it's like oh, I, I, gotta, I gotta, it gotta ask you a question I gotta ask you a question Lynn who produced the album Jamie Evans yeah, did a great job yeah, on it. The guy great that, job on it. The guy, yeah. He was, he's, in, he's incredible. I mean, he was very, um, very, it was the first person that I'd met in, you know, quite a while that within just a few kind of hours of just sitting with him and the songs and him then interpreting them the way he could hear them and arrangements and stuff. It was just like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, it, it's something you can't articulate, but you can recognize when you meet your people, when you meet the people that you're then going to like, you know, put the stamp on it with. And and he's just, yeah, he's very much, you know, he's he's definitely on the rise. And, um, yeah, I'm really proud of him. So it's, you know, I'm hoping that we're going to do the, um, the next album together, which hopefully we'll be able to tour. You know, when it all comes yeah, back yeah, to life. Yeah. Oh, oh right. no, I would love. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You, you <laughs> so belong, like traveling. Yeah, especially through the states. Well, I think the U.S. would really over. love your music. 
Um, you know, what I wanted to ask you is hmm. the story about beautiful loss. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you want to. Um, no, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, I, I don't think I'm, the beauty of it is that I'm not alone in that experience or that emotion, you know. I think. No, you're not. It, no, and I think that for me, because Adam and I were so musically connected, um, it only made sense to me to properly let him go through through music. And when I stood in same studios, you know, where obviously Etta Aretha and Wilson Pickett and just just unbelievably ridiculously talented people have stood, it just felt incredible to to say goodbye to him through through that channel. And I remember Will McFarlane and Spooner Oldham are on the track and, and Spooner himself had been to a funeral that morning and he walked into the oh, studio wow. and he was he was he had a very like open energy about him like like you do you're very pensive you're you're very open because mm-hmm. let's face it you you know it's it's the most brutal emotion and um and there was just this beautiful emotion in the in the studio um because of what I was singing about and we lit a candle and and literally just at the end of the oh. song it just kind of just puffed out on its own which was wow. which and it just felt just felt like a release and and Adam always used to play this lit on guitar um and Will McFarlane just started when he was sitting there before we started pressing record and he started playing this this very similar kind of blues lick um and it just mm. felt it's a sort of thing you can't orchestrate um but you just it was just one of those moments and and I'd been performing it live before I recorded it and uh and it just always got a good response and, and obviously, you know, with with what's going on right now, I'm I'm getting some very beautiful responses from people about their you know, their personal losses and things like that. So it um it just felt like the right the right thing to do. Um and in releasing this album it's really helped me to kind of let go of that, let go of of, of you know, Saint Jude and the time I had doing that and, and really I just feel that regardless of what happens in the future, it's already given me so much that it's it's just all a bonus, really, you know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Every day's a gift, you know. Every it is, and gift. it's a, you know, it's your life is your life is going on, you know, all the time you're doing this stuff, and and it's very important to nurture that too, and not get too wrapped up or, you know, attach your identity or your self worth too much to what you're releasing to the world. You know, because everyone's mm-hmm. different and everyone's going to receive it different. And if you don't engage in the creativity itself, which is where the instantaneous kind of give back is, um, I just think you're just going to constantly be chasing after something you can't catch. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I got to ask you a question, Lynn. I got to ask you a question. What musicians did you uh, sort of look up to or follow in your life that was a big influence on you? Yeah. So so many. I mean, for me, I I just remember. I mean, I just grew up, you know, in a just basically south southeast, and and for me, it was. I just remember my my parents just had a lot of Motown, but they had a lot of Sinatra and um, Tony Bennett, you know, just crooners in their collection, and and I love, I love listening to that, and it's it, it's funny with music because, it's um I guess it's a bit like anything that you, you know, like love or. It's just it's how it makes you feel, and I just really resonated towards Stax, Motown, very kind of 
soul R&B, 60s, 70s, very yeah, Sam yeah. Cooke, Donny Hathaway, Rita Franklin, Etta James, you know, Marvin Gaye, and, and, and a lot of jazz. I loved a lot of jazz singers too. And it's just, it either gets me or it doesn't, but my, my uh, taste is very, very eclectic. And right. I don't it's believe good. there's good or bad. That's it's good. Just no, that's what, good. It's That's just good. what touches you, you know. From from opera, I love pop. I love classical. Sometimes I just wake up and just listen to classical music. Um, but I think, I'd, yeah, I don't really like to put it in a box, other than to say it's just yeah. more what just makes me feel something. No, I guess good. it's like that that's, with people, isn't it? Lynn, that's yeah. good that you have that's this uh, variety yeah. of of study because that's what makes a makes a musician great. You know what I mean? Yeah. To know the different influences. But Holly brought up something interesting. Uh, I wanted to sort of go on about blues. You, you, and the rhythm of your songs are amazing. There's certain ry- different rhythms go on that's amazing, you know, in your Thank songs. You. Did you, did you, um, did, what kind of, tra- have you had any musical training at all? And, no. you know, before you did this, before? Before no. your fantastic group, uh, cult rock group St. Jude, um, mm-hmm. I want to hear more about that too. But um, did what? What did you do? I mean, did you teach yourself how to, you know, do everything I that you needed to do I, to be I, able I to perform? Along, yeah, I, I learned from the best. I, I sang along to records that I loved. You know, the first. Stevie record, Stevie Wonder um, record that I really, really, really got into music of my mind, and it just blew, it just, just blew me away, you know. And then you go through the whole talking book and vision, songs in the key of life, you know. You, you just, you just realise with him, oh, I'm just going to drop, you know, four amazing albums between 1972 and 1974. Just, just go for it, and you know, you just realise with those, you know, Bowie and Prince and just these kind of aliens you don't know whether to kiss or slap them um and you just you just realize that it, it's like a stick of rock you know with the music it's like their name always goes through it but it's always changing color and it's like that with the best artists is that i don't think you know the, the day you kind of just keep doing the same thing is the day you creatively stand still and you just you just can't do that you know and so i think for me it's just yeah, every, everything kind of inspires me in some way or another, even if it's just to teach me what I don't like, you know? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Very cool. Now, you've done but weird, Weirdly, I've, I've made both my albums in America, yeah. which is really strange. Uh-huh. You know, that's very strange. That is yeah. that is so funny that you're, yeah, all your albums really cool. are being... <laughs> that's because you're finding all the great producers over here, right? Um. Well, you know what I, I wanted to ask? It. Yeah, no, it's 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 so cool. Besides me asking what you're currently working on, I wanted to ask you about some of the benefits and some of the things that you're you've done recently. I know that you did a John Lennon tribute. Um, you did um, quite a few other things. So why don't we talk a little bit about that and what's coming up for you, also? Yeah, I mean, I get. I tend to, you know, oscillate towards um, people asking asking me, like contacting me for me to join them doing my thing, you know, rather than a session singer or anything like that. And so I've ended up, Music Source introduced me to some of my closest friends and to some amazing places, you know. It does, isn't it? You know, if you're lucky, what you do can just kind of, you know, pinball you around life. But 
I think, um, yeah, I, 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 I randomly, I remember one night I was watching um, a documentary called Beware of Mr. Baker, and it was obviously about the, the late Ginger Baker, and I was sitting there and I was thinking, oh, God, you know, he, he looks hard to work with. I, I, I don't know if you'd be able to manage that. And then I think it was the next day or the day after I got a call asking if I would sing at the 75th anniversary um, in London. And just, yeah. So I went into rehearsal with Mr. Baker and uh, some incredible musicians um, and was petrified. (laughs) You know, he took no prisoners. So it was very... um, it was quite an intimidating experience, but it just it just kind of gives you that little bit something extra so that when you go into other situations, I guess it's the equivalent of not sweating the small stuff, you just feel stronger. You just go, Well, right, okay, I know what to do next and and then there's been sessions I've, you know, fallen into where I've just got to work with people that I love and or just add something to their songs and it just yeah. So so for me I'm just I'm very open i'm open to collaboration um i'm open to to lots of things in that respect um but i also know you know when to just say no when when it's not feeling right um because i guess the one thing you don't get back is time right so totally yeah. get that mm. what, what are you currently what are you currently working on right now besides the release of this cd congratulations Oh, I want to say real quick, this show, if you missed it from the beginning, you can find it on iTunes as a podcast and also on Red Velvet Media on demand. And there are so many different people that have picked up um, the shows, so you can listen to it pretty much on any uh, podcast or any kind of show that uh, is playing them because just put the name in and it'll pop up. There's like... So many, at least twenty or thirty. It's crazy, with Spencer. Yeah, it's, it's true. crazy. True. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. No, but iTunes, <laughs> iTunes is great. And then you can download the show on uh, Red Velvet Media. You can do a download. It'll be available on on um on the page. The one that the link that we sent out to everyone. And I don't know, I, I know I put it up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, did press. And you can download it right from there. And it downloads as an MP3 and you can listen to it. And um, you can also go and order this fantastic CD um, and or vinyl. Um, mm-hmm. it's limited it's edition at really, the moment as well. Yeah, the vinyl. Yeah. I want to get that vinyl in. <laughs> You'll get one. Yeah. Promise. <laughs> Spencer's a vinyl. Spencer loves vinyl. Yeah, yeah. I was. Just, I was just on a making vinyl. I was on a making vinyl webinar interview with me and Judith yesterday on the event of making vinyl, which is huge in this country. Um, it's bet. a big event. Jack White spoke at it, and little Stevie Van Zant. Uh, very famous music people were guest speakers, and there's a webinar going on, and Judith and I were interviewed yesterday, and they want us back again, oh, Brian Eckes, the founder. But uh, uh, the vinyl thing is really a big thing, and, and I know in England there's a big vinyl thing also, right, Lynn? It's and huge. Germany, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it just never, never kind of, it, it's, 
it's just such a booming market, you know. And yeah, I mean, there's yeah. things that come, you know, in and out. And I think, you know, cassettes and stuff like that, they've obviously, you know, they're very kind of like on point and trending that at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you see how much like Walkmans are going for on eBay. It's crazy. But I think it's very, um, yeah, it's it, there is a big scene for it. And I think what's great about it is, is it's a collector's item, you know, and you just can't be the crackle of a vinyl or just holding it in your hands and just, you know, you, you just can't beat that experience if, if that's what you're into, you know. And it seems a lot of people are into it, so I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, and Jack White, I mean, I'm a big fan of his. I mean, it must have been quite interesting hearing hearing him chat. Yeah, I met Jack oh, White. Yeah. He's incredible. I met him in New York, in fact. He was doing a... Uh, Believe it or not, I was doing a thing for a children's book right near me at Barnes and Noble, and I, I didn't see him in Detroit, but I met him in New York. He's an incredible person, you know. I mean, it's just, it's like I sent him my forty-five book, and I'll tell you a story. I got to tell you one story though. I sent him a forty-five book that Judith and I did. It's called the Five Hundred Forty-Five Books, very famous on forty-five history uh, record sleeve. And then I sent him the book. He's in it with white stripes. I didn't, want, I didn't expect anything, right? I get a box in the mail two weeks later with all the forty-fives from Third Man Records, with a note that says, "Thanks a lot, Spence Jack." That is class. That That's was class. enough for me. That was enough for me. You know. Well, you won your heart there, didn't you? <laughs> That's He's awesome. a vinyl head. <laughs> Very big vinyl head. Yeah, you can tell. I mean, that's the thing is, you you buy, like the best artist. You cut, you buy into him, don't you? You know, and you know he's the real deal by the yeah, way he does things. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So you know what, Lynn? I want to ask. Oh yeah, no, I'm sorry, Spence. What did you want to say? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go I ahead. wanted to ask Lynn if she's doing any more um, on-air interviews um, that anyone could tune into, and or. Are you doing any live broadcasts over the net or anything like that soon? Well, the next, yeah, the next step for me, obviously, because gigging pretty hard right now. Um, I'm not sure what it's like over there, but it's kind of, yeah, it's everyone's kind of putting it off off to next year. Yeah. Is it's it's a way? To, it you know you've got to kind of put yourself in a position to still engage with with fans and with people but also to get that you know in a performer out of of, of me too you know I, I I need to do it and I need to connect as much as maybe they need to feel connected so I'm just going to be focusing a lot on um, some live streaming and some some you know live shows and just control the things that I can you know and there's still right. some more the, right. the album reviews that have come in have been you know thank god great and I've still got quite a few more coming in and and it's just it's just got this really beautiful flow and you know because I crowdfunded it I already had that wonderful support before it came out where everyone was kind of cheering at the finishing line which is uh which is just such a you know wonderful feeling um I've had support in places that I I never imagined I'd get it really so I'm just um just riding with it and Isn't it's been that quite a great feeling that is such a great mm. feeling when you get validated. It is, it is, and, and but it's also no. teamwork, you know. It's like I couldn't have I couldn't have made this album without all of the people involved, you know, and from mm-hmm. you know from the right beginning right through to the very end. And it's a self release, you know. I've I've released it all myself. I've 
seen it, you know, pushed it through. And, and that was the thing for me is that I, I wasn't sure. I was originally going to attempt to release it in June, have a big release show and just, you know, do all the business. But it just didn't feel right. It didn't because, you know, when you release something, you have to have kind of like a, a three-month build, you know, PR, et cetera, et cetera. And I, it just didn't feel right over those initial months of March, April and June when where it was so intense to be talking about something which to me felt like it could wait, you know, and um, and what's great is is that, you know, yeah. And so, but it's, but it's just, it's great for me. It's made me feel a bit less aimless in in the lockdown um, and it's certainly, you know, put a a spring in my step and, and it's also made me feel a lot more creative and encouraged me a lot. And, and it's just great to just have that tense of, you know, talking about something that's, out now rather than when it's out there there just feels there's a lot of power in that shift alone you know no totally so yeah i wanted to let everyone know lynn is calling in from the uk so i am uh, it it sounds uh, like she's around uh, the corner holly i know i know (laughs) you both do i wish you were Amazing connection, and it's uh, yeah. 1041 there, just so everybody knows. It's like almost 11 o'clock at night, right. and she was right. so gracious <laughs> enough to agree to do the show at yeah. 10 o'clock p.m. And, so, uh, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a night owl, so it's okay. I'll be all right with that. I know, <laughs> no. but and it's Friday. We, it's Friday. Oh, it is. And I want mm-hmm. to say... We really appreciate you being here today because we know how it is. Um, the world is such a, it's just in a really um, kind of reset mode, I think. Don't you agree? Kind it of like is. a reset. Yeah. It is, but there's, you know, and we don't really like to fall out of control, do we, generally, as is human beings and no. I think we are and we've got we've got an invisible kind of enemy at the moment and we, we need to just kind of be slightly led by it until we're not and just try and overcome the fear of it affecting us and those we love and you know and trying to maintain some sort of normality but um it can't take connection away and and if anything I think it's it's increased it um, and I think that people have now been in touch more than ever. You know, people have maybe FaceTimed for the first time with their loved ones, experienced Zoom for the first time. Um, and I think it's just really, there's a lot that's come from it, you know, self-realization of who you love, what you love, and maybe people facing their life choices because if you are stuck in and you are suddenly stuck at home, maybe you then have time to either appreciate that or maybe think, you know, this isn't what I want to do and I'm going to go off and do this and it will, you know, just kind of put people either on the right path or make them appreciate the one they're already on. I just think it's like anything in life, it's just about perspective, isn't it? You've, there's always a way out if you use your mind, you know. You have to keep your it mind healthy. It gives you more time to do the things that you normally wouldn't do because you're away all the time. Like I know I've OCD'd on my garden this year, writing, baking, <laughs> what else? Yeah. Make, making, making, uh, making all kinds of, uh, vision boards. That's for sure. And, uh, what about you, Spencer? I know that you've been focusing on interviews and 
new books yeah, and gonna, stuff I, like that. Crazy with you. I want to bring up something, Holly, uh, uh, to Lynn about virtual uh, virtual, you know, musicians on uh, internet or whatever, Facebook or whatever, they're doing a lot of virtuals here. You know what I mean? They're yeah. playing. And so it's mm-hmm. kind of like that a lot of nice. musicians, like my friend Rory Blocks, a, one of the great blues guitarists, and she's got a virtual every Tuesday and Friday night. And I wouldn't be able mm. to see her if it wasn't for this. I mean, literally, because she never plays in New York. So it's like you're, you have access to see. A lot of musicians that um, you you wouldn't be able to normally see, you know. It's amazing what's going Absolutely. on right now. Absolutely. Absolutely, and in their home. So you know, with a lot of a lot of musicians, they'll have home setups, and you just yeah, you get yeah, yeah. a lot of insight into this is my home setup, this is my studio, this is you know because you can't you can't press stop on the momentum of everything you've been building. Um, and you have to keep connecting and know that there is it's been quite fascinating in that respect it's been it's definitely been very entertaining in that respect you know because as you say people are getting their regular thoughts and also people are taking control in that respect because they can just do it themselves and and then obviously the bigger the bigger artists are able to um, over here they're hiring out you know massive venues like the roundhouse and things like that and then they're just getting you know, a massive camera crew and, and streaming that live. Um, so there's many ways to do it, you know. It's, um, yeah, it's quite fascinating, really. I mean, technology is really, really coming to its own during this, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The only thing that's a drawback is that musicians um, are not, a, not, like you said, they can't play. You know what I mean? They really can't go out on a concert. They can't go out, a lot of them. So it's like it's a lot of them. It's not a good situation for the money area, you know. No, it's not. Um, I think the virtual concerts as well. I think you know you can you can get tip hats. You can charge tickets yeah, and things true. like that for the concert. Cool. Yeah. 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 So you can that, get um, that, you can get that. Yeah, it's true. That's true. That and, and, so the fans, and also the fans can yeah. help, and because you know some people, if if you're lucky enough to be, or not lucky, but if you're if you're able to be furloughed or if you're able to have kept in employment or, you know, and, and you, you maybe have even saved money in, in, in not going out much or any of those things, you know, maybe uh, those fans are able to still invest in the artists that they love in different ways, um, you know, if they're selling merch or or, or whatever it is to, to keep them going. Oh, but totally. I think for me the biggest thing yeah. I miss is, is it's the connection, you know, it's there's something really really uh powerful about yeah. all yeah. you know being in the same room at the same time with the audience and you're all hearing everything right. simultaneously right. and and the unpredictability of that and and you know you do i mean it, there is a, there is a connection that's lost in seeing and and feeling someone through a screen for sure yeah. um but maybe there will just be a huge injection of appreciation for live music when it comes back fully, probably next year now. Um, but, you know, I think I think everyone across, you know, every spectrum is just so keen for that to happen because there's so That's many right. amazing yeah. people working behind the scenes in, to make gigs happen, you know, from everything to lighting guys, sound guys, cameramen, you know, promoters, agents. So it's very... Yeah, but now you just you just got to get deep. 
you've got to think outside the box and just be more creative than ever because right. you know we've we've been through more challenging times and we've come through it so we just have to you know think of ways around it that's true very true that, you know? that and how is it how is it in new york is it Oh, how is it in New York? Well, in New York, it's kind of like, I mean, I'm I'm laid back in my apartment, and I'm big, uh, Holly knows, I'm big with film, so I'm watching Netflix, I'm watching Turner Channel, I'm watching a lot of movies, uh, I was brought up that way, and music, I'm watching a yeah. lot of virtual, or I'm tuned in to listening, um, it's, uh, but, you know, it's quiet, it's really quiet here, I mean, it's like, and then, um, it really is. I mean, you can't, you know, it's like I'm staying home. I go out a little bit. I go out, but I'm not going out like great. And um, there's a thing about it's really interesting because you, the whole your whole lifestyle is changing uh, dramatic. I think it affects more people that are really tied down to their apartment and they're really social freaks. Those are the ones that really have a hard time. You know, for me, I'm kind of laid back. You know, I say I I go out a lot. You know, Holly knows reviewing music and film, film. But now you got like Tribeca Film Festivals on virtual. I was watching film on a virtual thing, so I said that's even <laughs> better. Why do I have to run down to a crowd and stuff myself with a crowd of people that are all ridiculous? I could watch it relaxing and watch a virtual Tribeca Film Festival. You know what I'm saying? There's a good thing about yeah. it. There's a really good thing about it, and you're tuned in to everything. It's like uh, Judith and I are just tired now to do a lecture at a music uh, class in Cornell and by someone who wrote, as I had a music department, wrote on Lou Reed and you were involved with Lou Reed. So we're doing that and getting paid. And I said to Judith, I said, wait a minute, this virtual thing is great. We don't have to go to the college. We sit home and do a lecture and get paid for it for 45 minutes, yeah. you know. So I'm going to go around. <laughs> right? So there's a thing about this whole thing, which, uh, Holly, you brought up too, and it's a thing yeah, about no. being home. And doing whatever you're doing at home, and people are trying to, you know, there's all sorts of uh, lectures going on now with how to do business on totally. virtual. Totally. You know, right. so, I don't anyway. need to interrupt you. I don't need to interrupt you, but I've tried to extend the show, and for some reason it's not extending. Oh. So we have oh, okay. eight, min- eight okay. minutes left. I'm and finished. The sh- and the song, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> And the song we're ending with is nothing but my records on, and that's a six and that's a six minute show. But just so you know, there are a lot of people out there doing secret concerts. Like I said, remind me to yep. tell you about Metallica. I'll tell you Metallica. about that next time. But they did they had a secret concert at a vineyard here with like only twelve people, wow. and they filmed it, and it's going to come out as a documentary. So that's incredible. Yeah, Amazing. it's pretty crazy. That is incredible. But, so listen. Wow. Anybody that wants to hear this show afterwards, please, you know, tune in. It's Friday. Please do not drink and drive. Please wear your mask. Please, please, please. I, I, you know, I, I don't get into politics or anything, but I'm just saying to everyone, please do everyone else a favor and wear a mask. Um, right. Regardless right. of whether you think it's real or not, it's real. We've all experienced loss in one way or another through this whole thing. So with that, Lynn, we want to thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you, guys. Thank Great. you both. Very much. I feel like I just want to go out for drink with you both now. <laughs> oh, we love you. So listen, I'm going to play this song, Nothing But My Record's On. 
um, yeah. my record on. It's six <laughs> minutes long, and you have a minute to talk, a few seconds to tell me what's the what's the song about. You'd love to listen to your record. It's yeah, it's about yeah, just just you're telling you know someone to just shut up, put your music on. It's also a bit you know cheeky as well. It's kind of I love that one the way it just it just built at the end and just went into something completely different from this kind of high soprano ad lib that I I did in in the studio and it's just it just became something else. And I think that's actually like my my favorite track off the record right now. You know. Well. And We're I just, gonna yeah. play it right and it's just now. So, it's so great to have you guys playing it in the states, you know, which is obviously Thank where you. it was um, recorded. And you know, big big love to you both. And um, stay yeah, safe and hopefully, um, go out and get go out, go out and get this album. And here you guys go. It's Lynn Jockman, <laughs> one shot. Check it out: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and um, here we go. Because we have like Thank um, you. a few seconds. Hey, take care. Love you. Yeah, love you guys. Love. 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 Love